Be consistent. That was last week. That was this year. That was the rest of our lives. That was every single day we live on this earth. Try to be consistent. You know, I, I, I believe with all my heart that that word is one of the downfalls that we have as Christians. You know, we're, we're good at doing good occasionally. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like we show up, it's like, I'm going to get myself right, I'm going to do right, I'm going to love, I'm going to serve, I'm going to do. But doing it on a regular basis, being consistently in His Word, being consistent in our fellowship with other believers, being consistent in our prayer life, being consistent in our witness, being, being, it's like showing up every single day. It's like, here I am, Lord. I'm ready to do whatever you desire me to do. God, I'll do whatever. I'll say whatever. I will be whatever you need me to be. I, I encourage you. I pray that you are reading the Bible, studying the Bible. You're uh, up to date. You're reading along. Remember inside your bulletin there, you received this morning. You get uh, what we read this week. You get that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And what you have this weekend you get it. If you're, if you're not up to date, you can go ahead and catch up. Because on Wednesday night, let me encourage you, y'all come on Wednesday night. If you're not coming, let me encourage you to come. Wednesday nights are different. Uh, it's, it's, it's Sunday school, it's discipleship training, it's all of those big things on steroids. It's all of us in the room, in here, on Wednesday night, studying the Bible together. And what are we studying? We're studying the passages, we're studying the scripture that we're reading together as a church. So let me invite you, come on Wednesday night. Uh, if you're not a normal Wednesday night church attender, come try it. That's all I can say. You may say, hey, that's not for me. But here's the deal. Back to that word consistent. We're good at hit or miss. We're good at, we try. But we don't do, church, we don't do work like that. We do our spiritual walk like that. We do our spiritual journey like that. We do our relationship with the Lord like that. We're consistent in so many things, except, except so often, unfortunately, our relationship and our walk and our growth with the Lord. Things moving on me. This morning, I want us to go to a verse. We're going to go to, I don't know how long I'll be here. Um. Folks, if you're watching it from down there or wherever, you, you'll know immediately. Go over to Galatians chapter 6. Guys, these verses here are foundational to everything we do as a Christian. They're foundational to our consistency. They're foundational to us waking up every single day of our life. The backbone as believers. Here's the deal: we we know Christ, okay. And let me go ahead and say, if you're in this room right now and you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, please consider Jesus, okay. Please consider. The Bible says that whosoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. If you're coming to church and you're not a Christian, then 
you, you, you must know Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because here's the thing. You don't have to know Him to come through these doors. You don't have to know Him to sing these songs. You don't have to know Jesus. You don't have to have a relationship with Jesus to do all the churchy stuff. That's why it's easy to just slip in and slip out. But you've got to know Jesus to have a relationship with the Father. You've got to know, you've got to have a relationship with Christ or you will be eternally separated from the Lord. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. Why in the world would a person perish? Because people have a sin problem. And that sin problem is what has driven us away from God and the only hope of being brought back to God is Christ. No other way, no other name under heaven by which we're saved. So I'm speaking, I pray to Christians, I'm, I'm speaking to a room of believers. I'm speaking to a group who knows Christ and you're at different levels, different places in your walk. Some are, some are very mature in this room. I give it to you. Some are, have, have a solid walk. Some of you, you see that word and you're like, hey, you have a consistent walk with the Lord. You have a consistent, you're diligent in your Bible reading, you're diligent in your prayer life, you're, you're diligent in your witness, in your fellowship. You are diligent and you work at it. And, and, and if it's priority, it's focus. Over in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 and 10. But we're not going to go through it all today, but I just want to read this. I can't tell you, I can't tell you how much these two verses have meant to me in my personal life and to my personal walk and to my journey. I, I, I can't tell you how it has impacted, how these two verses have impacted former churches of mine that God allowed me to pastor. When we take these two verses right here serious, and, and all of it, all of it, yes, but listen to what it says. Let us not lose heart in doing good. For in due time we will reap if we don't grow weary. For in due time we'll reap if we don't stop. For in due time we will reap. And, and the question is, and the, it begs the question, what are we going to reap? Guys, we, there's a huge harvest coming for us as believers But unfortunately, so many that sit in rooms just like this have already quit. They've already quit. They, it's not just a consistency. It's a, it's a you got to get all get back in the game. You got to that little ember. You got to blow it and put wood on it and light it back up and get it stoked and going again. And I look out over first service and I see a lot of senior adults. And you say, well, what can I do? What can I do? What, uh, you know, I, I don't have the energy I once had. I don't have the go I once had. I don't have all that. But let me tell you something. There's a foundation in every church, and it's the senior adults, and it's the prayer warriors, it's, the, it's those that are deep in the Word of God, it's those that are interceding on behalf of the families. It's those godly men and women who've, who, who many by now are widows, or widowers, 
It's those who watch these young families walk in and, and see these mamas and daddies with kids. And, and, and you know what? They're just faithfully going to God day in and day out on behalf of the, the couples and the, the new married couples and the young couples and, and all of these young people and all these children and all these, all these trips and all these activities and all these events and VBSs and just all this stuff that, that churches fill their calendars full of. You know what the, the backbone of of that is prayer and you know where most of that prayer comes from the senior adults that are sitting around the room and you know there's a lot of people that that say well I didn't realize I had that much influence I didn't, I didn't realize I could do that yeah let us not lose heart. Let us not stop. Let us not grow weary. Let us not quit doing good. For in due time we'll reap if we don't quit. And look at, look at the next verse. And, and it's almost, this is those verses. Really these are two verses that I wish we could. It's like I wish you didn't have your Bible so we could just slowly unpack it so that I could come in and, and deal with let us not lose heart in doing good. Just deal with that this morning and be able to surprise you next week with, hey, guess what? For in due time, you're going to reap. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that exciting? It's like it gets better and better and better, and then you get to the next verse. So then, while we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, and especially, especially the household of faith. Let us do good to all people, and especially those that are right here around the room. Those that, those that are worshiping together. Those that are raising hands of worship. Those that are singing praise to Abba, Father God, through the Spirit to the Son. I mean, we're praising God together. So then, especially to the household of faith. Let's pray. Father God, I am so weak. I am so weak, Lord. How big this is. How heavy this is. How real. How God, how life-changing. How, um, how, God, if we would just take your word seriously and take and apply the, the truth of your word to our lives, how it could transform not just our own personal life and our own personal walk, but it could transform God, entire com churches and entire communities, entire, entire areas, Lord, can be changed and transformed. God, by us just simply listening and doing exactly what your word tells us to do. God in heaven, help us. We sing your praise, Lord. It's good, it's exciting to sing your praise. We get, we get motivated, we get fired up to sing your praise. God, help us to live it. God, help us to live your word. Help us to live in obedience. Help us to live out, God, what we say. Help us live out, Lord, what you've told us to do. God, you tell us here, let us not lose heart in doing good. God, help us, Lord. I don't know around this room. I don't know where they sit, and I don't know. God, there's some hurt people in here. 
God, there, there's, it's, it's all across. But Lord, I pray that you would speak this morning to us in Christ's name. Amen. Let's not lose heart in doing good. I'm just doing good. Doing good, doing good. Go over to James. And here's the deal. We can't just, we can't say, well, doing good is helping, helping save a life. Or helping homeless. Or, or helping our children learn the Bible. Or, or you, you see what I'm saying? Because here's the deal. If we don't have a, a word, if we don't have a biblical guide then it's left up to really whatever our opinion is. Because I, and here's the deal, I sort of swing over here and I'm, I like this kind of stuff, so, so I think good is this, and, and you think good is this, and, and this group thinks good is this, and, and you can't be that way because then good is right in man's eyes. Good's whatever I want it to be. Good's whatever I want to do. James, the guide, is simple. James chapter 4, verse 17. Here's what good is. Let us not grow weary in doing good. You know what good is? James 4, 17 says, Therefore to one who knows the right thing to do, and does not do it to him it is sin. You know what good is the right thing? To him who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. The, uh, Galatians 6, 9 says, let us not lose heart in doing good. Let us not lose heart in doing the right thing. Period. Just day in and day out. Our standard, what if our standard was not what I am excited about or not what I'm passionate about, but what if my standard was what is right? That's the standard. It's not what it's not even what the group thinks. No, it's what the Bible says. It's him who knows the right thing to do. And, and right is not personal opinion. Right is what the Word of God clearly tells us to do. Let us not lose heart in doing good. Let us not lose heart in doing the right thing. Let us not, let us not stop. Every single day, all through the day, every choice, every crossroad, every decision. It's not opinion, it's what the, what's the Bible teach? What does the overall story of God's Word, what does it command me to do in this situation? As a child of God... As a son or daughter who's been grafted into the family, who's been brought into the family of Christ by the blood of Jesus, period, what am I to do? Lord, Lord God, show me. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. I don't want it to be my opinion. I don't want it to be what, what everybody else is saying. Lord, I want you to tell me. God, show me what you desire from me. Lord, I want to do the right thing. I want to do what's right, Lord. Let's not lose heart in doing good. Look over. It's probably in the same opening. Probably in the exact same opening over in Genesis, no, in uh, Galatians chapter 5. Verse 
Now, I'm going to tell you there's a struggle. There's a struggle. Look at verse 17. For the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do... Let us not grow weary in doing good. Let us not grow weary in doing the right thing. But you have a problem. And you know what the problem is? You. Me. It's this flesh. Inside of a church like this for this many people on a Sunday morning, there's a lot of hurt people in this room. There's a lot of hurt people in this room. And you know what? You know who hurt them? Probably other people in this very room. And we look out there in the world and we see that, look, nobody, nobody else is sacrificially giving up their opinions and sacrificially laying down their wants and desires. Nobody else out there in the world does it. Why in the world am I supposed to? Why, why am I supposed to sit here and be the whooping post? Why am I supposed to be last in line? Why am I supposed to be doing all this? Why, why am I? And the flesh will be saying, hey, wait a second, that's not fair. No, I'll tell you it wasn't fair. What wasn't fair was Jesus being beat to a bloody pulp. And hung on a cross and murdered for me. That wasn't fair. Me being not getting my way or not having my word approved or or me not being called on first or me not getting the attaboy or or me not getting the handshake, or me not getting the nod, or, or me not being the center of the world, that's irrelevant. But you know, the, the enemy to consistency is flesh. The enemy to let us not lose heart in doing good, for, for we'll reap if we don't quit. The enemy is, the enemy is flesh, because... Here's what flesh will say. Look, I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and I just give up. I quit. I've did all I can do. I'm going to give it to somebody else. It don't work. Nobody's listening. Doesn't matter. Who cares if I show up? Nobody sees me. Who cares if I'm faithful? Nobody acknowledges me. Who cares if, if, if I sit there and... You know who we're doing that for? I want to know you more. God, I want to walk in obedience to you. God, I want to worship you. God, I want to be bold in my witness for you. Who are we doing this for? If we're not careful, even though we as Christians live in an audience of one, God watches, we stand before the judgment seat of Christ. We don't stand before man. But our decisions are governed and dictated. Our actions are governed and dictated by the thoughts and opinions. And well, he probably thinks or she's probably saying. Or, or 
irrational, it's not real, let us not lose heart, let us not grow weary, let us not quit doing what's right, period. Don't stop doing what's right. Don't matter if nobody else is doing it, you, you do what's right. Hey, you follow me. Don't matter what they're doing over there, you do what's right. You do the right thing right now. Well, what about, what about later? No, you do the right thing right then too. You just keep on, keep on doing the right thing. Let us not grow weary in doing good. Don't stop doing the right thing. Because it says in due time you'll reap. Preacher, what is reaping? I don't know. It, it comes in a lot of shapes and sizes. Reaping is... Reaping is getting what God has for you. Reaping is... is it's far beyond anything we can dream or imagine. Reaping, reaping the storehouses of heaven are ready to be poured out on us. What's in them, preacher? I don't know, but it's good. I don't know, but he, he planned it. I don't know, but he promised it. Let us not grow weary in doing what's right. Let us not grow weary in doing good. For in due time we'll reap if we don't stop. A lot of churches, a lot of people sit in pews just like this. And you just, you're casual attenders. You're casual attenders. Because here's the thing. You've stepped out and you got your nose bit off. And who bid it? Church. You want to know a room of hypocrites? Right here. Every single one of us, we're mess-ups. He knows our frame. He knows we're mess-ups. Yet He still saved us. He still made us His very own. A verse you read this past week in your reading is found over in Genesis. Look with me, Genesis chapter 4. Let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due time you'll reap if you don't quit. Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time you'll weep if you, you'll reap if you don't grow weary. Genesis chapter 4, God's talking here to Cain and Abel. God's talking to Cain in this actual point. Remember, Cain was ticked. Somebody asked, why did God like Abel's offering and didn't like Cain's offering? I don't know. God's God. God can pick what he wants to. Let him be God. Verse 6, Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry and why is your countenance fallen? Church, if, if, you do well, Will not your countenance be lifted? And if you do not do well, church, sin is crouching at your door and its desire is for you. But you've got to master it. 
Let us not grow weary in doing good is a choice. Let us not grow weary in doing good is a choice that we have to make. It is a it is a determined, it is a, as for me and my house, it is, a, it is a choose you this day whom you're going to serve, whether it's them or them or them or them, but I'm going to do this. This is what I'm doing. It's foolishness to y'all, but to me it's my hope. And seeing is crouching at every single one of your doors right now. My door. I got to master it. I got to choose obedience over that flesh. I got to choose. I got to choose surrender, submission, emptying myself like Christ. I'm to have the mind of Christ just like He had. I'm to do those things. We're to do those things. Church, sin is crouching at your door, and His desire is to rule over you. Sin is crouching right now at every single one of your doors. And, and, and here's the thing. I say those kind of statements and you say, well, I don't really feel it. I'm listening to everything you're saying. I'm writing it down. I'm right there with you. I'm hanging on you, brother. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm right there. What is your point? Well, you're not going to be here much longer because you soon will walk out the door. And you're soon going to be bouncing around all them other folks. Oh, no, I don't want to mess with them other folks. I don't want to talk to them. I want us to sit here and talk about how good heaven is. And I want to talk about those storehouses. And I want to talk about that reaping. No, here's the deal. we got to talk about, we got to go out into that world. And we, have, we cannot lose heart in doing right. We can't stop doing right, church. We can't stop doing the right thing. We cannot, we cannot allow the flesh to... to control us. We cannot allow that sin that's crouching at our door to take over us. We cannot do that to him who knows the right thing to do and does not do it to him. It is sin. It's right there. It's crouching. It, is, it desires us and we see people. And, and here's the deal. It's, it's people. It's all about people. We're in the people business. Jesus came to build, to say, seeking to save that which was lost, talking about people, not buildings. Not governments. No people. We got to love folks, y'all. We got to take this book, and this book is our guide on how we interact with people. Not how we interact with, with inanimate objects and stuff. No, it's people. Let us not grow weary. And let us not lose heart in doing good. Let us not lose heart in doing the right thing. Yeah, reading the Bible. How do, you, how do you know what God wants you to do? You've got to stay in the Word. You know, and, and here's the thing. Some of you, some of you are like, look, I, I've read that book and I've, it, it just don't work. It's like, I try every time. Every time I try, every time I, 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 I get on a roll, every time I just mess up, of course it's going to happen. Why? Because the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another. There is a war raging in you. There is a, there is a 
thing going on inside of you and it blows our minds. It's like, it just, it just ticks us off. It's like, no, I don't want to do that again. No, I don't want to think that way. No, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want to act that way. Go over to Romans 7. Romans 7. Romans chapter 7. Paul here. Paul wrote 13 of these books that we have in front of us. And this is what he says. Start in verse 14. But we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold in bondage to sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For I am not practicing what I want, would like to do, but I am doing the very thing that I hate. But if I do the very thing that I do not want to do, I agree with the law, confessing that the law is good. So now, no longer am I the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. For the willingness, listen, is this not you? For the willingness for I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. For the willing is present in me, but the doing of good is not. For the good that I want to do I do not do, but I practice the very evil that I do not want. But if I am doing the very thing I do not want, I am no longer the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. I find then the principle that evil is present in me. The one who wants to do good. The one who wants to do what's right. The one who wants to. I sit here on Sunday morning and I listen and I, and I look at that consistent. And, and Lord, I want to be in your word. And I want to worship with others. And I want to be a prayer warrior. And I want to be bold in my witness. And I want to be consistent. I want to do good, Lord. And right there is the war. For I joyfully concur with the law, verse 22, of God in the inner man. But I see a different law in the members of my body. Waging war against the law of my mind. And making me a prisoner of the law of sin which is in my members. And here he cries out the same, the same plea and scream that we have when we get so frustrated at the enemy. We get so frustrated at our flesh. We get so frustrated at over and over falling time in and time again. He says, oh wretched man that I am, who will set me free from this body of this death? Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then on the one hand I myself with my mind am serving the law of God, but on the other with my flesh, the law of sin. Look at chapter 8 verse 1. Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I started this conversation with, listen, you got to know Jesus. There's no freedom apart from Jesus. There's no freedom from, from the condemnation that sin brings apart from Jesus. There is therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. 
you're not in Christ Jesus, you're still condemned. Let's not grow weary in doing good. For in due time you'll reap if you don't quit. Let me ask you, has any of you just straight up quit? Has any of you just, you, you just like, I'm tired. It's like, you know, I can't beat this. I can't win this thing. I, I, I just can't. You know, every time I, I take one step forward and two steps back, I, I just can't move forward, it seems. I, I try, I see your animations, and I see your words of being consistent, and I see that man. I want that man to be me, and I want to I passionately pursue you with everything I got. I want to hunger for the Lord. I want to I wanna be obedient. And you hit a wall regularly. Don't stop. Let us not grow weary. Let us not lose heart in doing good, for you will reap. But you can't quit. Are you listening? You can't quit. It's not an option for a Christian to quit. You can't quit. You can't quit. Don't matter how many times you fall flat on your face, you can't quit. It don't matter how many times you've had your face bit off, you can't quit. Don't matter how many times you tried to love and you just fell, it just did not. You can't quit. You want to see a church? You want to see revival happen? This is where it happens, right here. As they quit buying into the, the lie of it ain't worth it. It is. He promises you'll reap. He promises you'll reap if you don't quit. He promises. But it's not lose heart in doing good. For in due time, you can spend a whole, you can spend, we can spend the rest of our lives talking about due time. For in due time, for at the right time, for at the, for at the exact right moment, who has that all written? Who knows all of that? It's God. There's only, there's only one thing in that verse that we can control. We can't control what the reward is. We can't tr- control when the reward comes. The only thing we can control is us not quitting. Not stopping. Not Sitting there saying it's not worth it. We can't do that. Let us not lose heart in doing good for in due time you're going to reap. But you can't quit. I want us to stand. We're going to sing. I want us to stand this morning. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to be honest. Not with me. I want you to bow your head. Miss Cindy, will you just play? I want you to bow your heads. Answer a few questions. Have you quit? Have you quit? And you say, preacher, I ain't quit, but okay, let me ask you this. How much effort are you putting forward then? How much effort is 
being put into doing the right thing. No matter the situation, no matter the location, no matter who you're with or who's watching, are you doing the right thing? Well, I'm hit or miss. No, let us not grow weary, period, in doing the right thing. There's some of us need to be Paul in Romans 7 and just cry out to God and say, Father God, I am a wretched, oh, wretched man that I am. I am so sorry. The Bible says that if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Look, remember, remember a couple of weeks ago that blank page? Get a blank page right now between you and the Lord. Get a blank page. Be real. Be straight up real with Him. Don't sit here and be over-spiritual. Don't let pride mess you up at this very moment. Have you quit? Okay. What kind of effort are you putting forward? Lord, as we... um, We praise you for Jesus, Lord. We can't earn our salvation. We can't do anything. But Lord, because of our salvation, we're free in Christ. We're free from condemnation. We're free from the the penalty of sin. We're free from the oppression of sin. We're free from from the enemy. We are free. We're free indeed. Who you set free is free indeed. We are free men and women. Free to be exactly who you saved us to be, God. But Lord, around this room, God, we've got, we got different levels and you've heard their hearts and you hear them screaming to you, Lord, and, and pleading and repenting and crying out for mercy and for forgiveness. Lord, you hear their hearts cry this morning, Lord. God, I pray that when we lo- walk out this room, we're different. We're different because of right now. We're different because, because Lord, we are, we are standing before You, our God, and, and holding absolutely nothing back. We're admitting, Lord, we're not putting forth much effort. And, and Lord, we, in situations, maybe with people, and maybe in, we're just not doing right. God, help us. God, forgive us. God, cleanse us. Create in us a clean heart, O God. Renew a steadfast spirit in us. Give us boldness, Lord. God, we pray for revival. We pray for a reviving spirit to come through this building, to come through this body. God, we pray for your spirit to come and take over our lives. We give you our homes, our families, our jobs, our careers, our finances, our resources, our ability. We give you our health. We give you our sons and our daughters. We give you our lives. God, here we are, your children. God, let us not lose heart in doing good due time we'll reap if we don't quit God help us help us to walk in light of that truth in light of your presence in light of your goodness in Jesus' name we pray Amen